Solomon wrote here in this 10th verse, he said, The labor of the foolish weareth every one of them, because he knoweth not how to go to the city. Now, if you're familiar with your Bible, or you've been around much Bible teaching, you know that the phrase in the Ecclesiastes that kind of makes the whole book make sense is that phrase we find over and over again where it says, under the sun. And a lot of things you read in Ecclesiastes don't make heavenly sense to you. And you have to remember that that's because he's looking at things under the sun. Things like there's no difference between a man and a dog. A dog dies, a man dies. Well, when you're looking at things under the sun, that seems to be the case. And so because of that, I believe with all my heart uh, that the city he's talking about here in verse number 15 uh, is the city of Jerusalem. Because that would be the city under the sun. We know the Bible tells us uh, about Jerusalem in Psalms 100 and verse number 22. We know the Bible tells us there uh, that we're to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I'd say there's a lot of Christians that practice that. They pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And really to pray for the peace of Jerusalem is to pray for the coming of the Lord. Uh, because there will be no peace in Jerusalem until the Prince of Peace comes uh, and sits down there uh, in Jerusalem. Uh, we know that also the Bible says in Isaiah, the Bible said in verse uh, chapter number 35, uh, we know the Bible says there in that, uh, in that uh, 31st chapter, I said 35, but that 31st chapter, the Bible tells us there that God, that God will protect Jerusalem. Amen. We know that God is going to protect Jerusalem, the Bible said. As the birds are flying, so will the Lord of hosts defend Jerusalem. Do the birds fly? Well, if the birds fly, the Bible says that the Lord uh, is going to defend uh, Jerusalem. Amen. Let's talk about this earthly Jerusalem. And the Bible says also, uh, the Bible tells us also that God not only tells us to pray for them, that God will defend them, uh, but in 1 Kings 11 and verse 13, the Bible said that God chose uh, uh, Jerusalem, the Bible said. Uh, uh, now that's talking about this earthly city, Jerusalem. Uh, but the one I'm interested in, you see these two Jerusalems this morning. Uh, uh, the Bible said, Paul said, for this Agar is Mount Sinai, in Arabia and answer to Jerusalem. That's this earthly Jerusalem. Uh, but you see, there is another Jerusalem in verse 26. Uh, and he said, But Jerusalem, which is above, uh, is free, which is the mother uh, of us all. Amen. Uh, I believe that that's the Jerusalem that Abraham was looking for. Uh, the Bible said Abraham looked for a city uh, that had foundations whose builder and maker was God. Uh, we read there in Revelations 21, uh, uh, we read there where the Bible said he carried me away in the spirit uh, 
to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, uh, the holy Jerusalem's descending out of heaven from God. Uh, and so I want you to realize this morning there is a earthly Jerusalem, uh, uh, but the one that we're interested in finding the way to this morning uh, uh, is that heavenly Jerusalem. Amen. Uh, uh, but I tell you, I set my office of the day. Uh, I actually, I've been pondering on that verse there for a couple of weeks. Uh, I, I've been pondering on that and a scribbling on that and a thinking on that and a praying on that verse. Uh, where the Bible says there, uh, the labor of the foolish weareth every one of them uh, because he knoweth not how uh, uh, to go to the city. Uh, and I got to thinking about that city. Uh, I got to thinking about that heavenly Jerusalem. Amen. Uh, I got to thinking about that place uh, uh, where one day I'm going to live forever. Thank God. Uh, I, I want to tell you a few things this morning. Uh, uh, as we think about knoweth not the way to the city. First of all, I want to ask you a question this morning. Do you know what's there? Oh, I know what's there in Jerusalem. I know they have the tomb that where Jesus was supposed to be. I know Jack's been there. I know that they have the hill Calvary. I know they have the place of the skull. I know they have all them seas we read about in the Bible. And I know all of that's over there. Uh, uh, in that earthly Jerusalem. Uh, but I'm not interested in that earthly Jerusalem this morning. Uh, uh, the one I'm interested in is that heavenly Jerusalem. Uh, I, I want to tell you what's there. Uh, uh, you say, Brother Rick, what is there? Well, you've never been there. Uh, I've never been there. Uh, uh, so I guess we'll have to take God's word on it, won't we? Uh, uh, what God said was there uh, uh, in that heavenly Jerusalem. And God said in verse 12, He said it had a wall that was great and high. There was a great wall there, amen, around that heavenly Jerusalem. The Bible said that it had 12 gates. It said there were 12 gates, on three on the east, three on the north, three on the south, and three on the west. The Bible tells me there's a high wall all the way around that city. You know, walls are for two things. They're keeping things in, keeping things out. Amen. And the Bible said God made a great wall and He's got three gates on this side, three gates on that side, three gates on this side, and three gates on that side. I don't know what that tells you, but to me that says God's got them coming in from every direction. Amen. God's got them coming in from the north and the south and the east and the west. Amen. The Bible said there was a great and a high wall there, the Bible said. And then he said, and twelve gates. That's them gates I was telling you about. The Bible says there's twelve gates there. Gates are for an entrance. Amen. I'm glad there's an entrance into that city of God. Amen. The Bible said all them twelve gates. You read on down there, little father. And it said every gate is one pearl. That's a big pearl, neighbor. Amen. But the Bible said that's what it was. 
And the Bible says there in Revelations 21 and verse 21, uh, uh, the Bible said in the street of the city uh, uh, was pure gold. Amen. Uh, uh, there's gold there, the Bible said. Uh, uh, Leonard Ravenhill said, you'll be able to tell the TV evangelists when you get to heaven, uh, uh, they'll be the ones digging up the streets. They're gold, you know. Uh, uh, but I want you to know this morning uh, uh, that thank God uh, uh, the Bible said what we highly value down here. Uh, uh, what we think is really something down here. Uh, God uses it for blacktop up there. Amen. Uh, I, I tell you that Bible said that the streets are Pure gold, the Bible said. Pure gold. Uh, uh, not not gold like you got on your wedding ring there. Not gold you got on your necklace there. Uh, uh, but the Bible said it is pure gold. Amen. Uh, and you know what else the Bible said was going to be there? Uh, it said there's a river there, it says. Uh, in Revelations 21 uh, and uh, Revelations 22 and verse 1, he said he showed me a pure uh, river of life. Amen. Uh, uh, there's a river there. Uh, uh, we sing all these songs. Uh, uh, let's meet by the river. Uh, uh, we sing, shall we gather at the river. Amen. Uh, uh, we've all been to baptizings uh, uh, down at the or over at the river uh, and uh, the old song leader will get, a, get that song book uh, and he'll open it up and we'll all sing uh, uh, shall we gather at the river uh, and we think it's a talking about where we're at there uh, uh, we think it's talking about where we're standing uh, uh, no sir that song uh, uh, it's pointing upward amen uh, uh, it's pointing higher amen uh, I'm glad that thank God there's a river a pure river of the water of life uh, uh, the Bible said, Amen. Uh, I never will forget long as I live. Uh, uh, little old Nicole, I uh, cook. I uh, uh, used to come to this church. Uh, uh, she'd roll in uh, uh, and she'd park right back there where Miss Dixie's sitting. Uh, and uh, one day, little old Nicole, uh, uh, she rolled down the aisle and got saved. Uh, I trusted the Lord Jesus. Uh, she never walked a step in her life. Uh, had to Carried everywhere she goes. I, I had to be carried. I, her dear mother and father, Beverly and Tracy, I, I, they've carried her everywhere that she's ever had to go. I, uh, but she got saved uh, and we took her down to Mathis Mill Low Bridge down there uh, and oh uh, what a day that was uh, I'll never forget that day I don't think as long as I live uh, uh, there wasn't a cloud in the sky uh, it was blue far as the eye could see uh, and we got down there at Mathis Mill Low Bridge uh, and we had a crowd there's over a hundred down there uh, uh, that day uh, and them little old kids uh, uh, they lined up on that low bridge took their shoes off uh, and they had their feet a dangling in that water uh, uh, we walked out into the water there me and uh, Greg I think was helping I believe Scott was helping wouldn't you Scott uh, and we walked out into the water there uh, and there's a lady up on the bank there and she began to play on a violin amazing grace uh, and some began to play on I think a harmonica and some began to play on a guitar uh, I'm telling you it's a heavenly scene uh, I'm telling you I felt angels that day uh, uh, they, we got out there in the water uh, and uh, they made their arms like a chair uh, 
uh, Greg and Scott uh, and they put little Nicole in their arms uh, and they begin to care out there in the water. Uh, uh, they begin to care out there to me uh, uh, where I was going to baptize her uh, in the name of the Father, the name of the Son uh, and the name of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Uh, uh, they brought her out there and we laid little Nicole back uh, and buried her in the likeness of the death, uh, uh, the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, we brought her up out of the water that day uh, and her mother was standing on the shore uh, and she said, Preacher, uh, uh, can I say something please? I'm about to bust. Uh, I said, say on. Uh, and she said, uh, I just want to say, uh, uh, my little old girl, uh, uh, she had to be carried uh, across today. Uh, but she said, there's coming a day uh, uh, when she'll cross a river over there. Uh, and she said, she won't have to have to be carried over there. Amen. Uh, I'm glad that, thank God, there's a river, the Bible said, uh, uh, in heaven and I'm so glad there is. I've never seen a crystal clear uh, uh, river, but the Bible says there's one there. Amen. Uh, uh, the Bible said there's a tree growing there. Uh, it says uh, uh, on either side of the river uh, was the tree of life. Uh, I don't know if that means I've seen pictures where there were trees all the way down on both sides. Uh, I've seen pictures where there was one tree so big uh, uh, that it hung over the river and dangled down on the other side. Uh, I don't know how it's going to be, uh, but I know that there's going to be a tree of life there. Uh, now, I won't need it, amen, uh, uh, because I've already got my eternal life. Uh, I got it from a tree, but not that one. Uh, I got mine from a tree <laughs> uh, called Calvary, thank God. Uh, I'm glad that I went to that tree and I got eternal life, uh, and I won't never have to eat of that tree of life uh, uh, because I've already got eternal life. Uh, I say thank God. Amen. I, I want you to know, do you know what's there? All of that's there and much more than I don't have time to tell you about this morning. Uh, but do you know what's not there? Sometimes the subtractions of a thing are better than the additions. Uh, sometimes what's not going to be there uh, is as good as what is going to be there. Man, uh, and I'm telling you that the Bible says uh, over there in Revelations 21 uh, and verse number 4, and it said, God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Uh, there shall be no death, uh, uh, neither sorrow, neither crying, neither shall there be any more pain uh, uh, for the for things uh, are passed away. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm looking forward uh, uh, to going to a place when God gets done with me down here. Uh, I'm looking forward to going to that city, amen, uh, uh, that Abraham looked for, uh, whose builder and maker was God. Somebody said, Abraham looked for it, uh, and Jesus went away to build it, uh, and the church gets to go live in it. I say, praise God, amen. Uh, 
I'm telling you, I'm glad this morning that I believe hell's real, but I believe heaven's real this morning. Amen. Uh, and I'm glad, thank God, if you want to go, you can go. Uh, uh, but you got to be saved to go. Amen. Uh, uh, the Bible said there'll be uh, no sorrow there. Uh, oh, thank God. Uh, 41 years. Uh, I, I've been pastoring 41 years. Uh, somebody said, I think Emmer Joy, uh, uh, they said that he's uh, endured. He's been preaching uh, 41 years. Uh, and for some of you, uh, I I've been enjoying preaching 41 years and some of you's been enduring preaching 41 years but I'm glad one of these days I'll get my last message one of these days I'll walk behind the last sacred desk one of these days it'll all be over amen I'm glad that thank God there is a city not under the sun but thank God there's a city above the sun amen I'm glad for that this morning. The Bible said there'll be no more sorrow there. Uh, verse 4 said there shall be no death, neither sorrow, it said. Uh, oh, listen, 41 years, uh, I, I've wiped away enough tears. Uh, I, I've seen this old altar uh, with tears all over it after the service would be over. I've walked up here and looked down and seen the tears uh, all the way across this altar and say, thank God for them. Uh, did you say you wipe them off? Oh, no. Uh, I, I wouldn't wipe them off. Amen. Uh, uh, them's precious to God. Uh, but I want you to know, listen, uh, I, I said one day, I said, God... Uh, he must have handkerchiefs as big as bed sheets uh, uh, because one day he's going to wipe away every tear. Uh, uh, every tear. Uh, uh, amen. I'm glad for that. But the Bible said there'd be no sorrow there, no death there, the Bible said. Uh, I'm thinking about that little blonde-headed girl uh, uh, sitting in a doctor's waiting office mother and they're waiting to get called in uh, uh, they're waiting for their name to get called uh, uh, you can look at the little girl there about 8 or 9 years old uh, uh, you can see by the paleness in her face uh, uh, that something's wrong uh, uh, you can see where the hair has come out uh, uh, from the chemo treatments uh, and the little thing sitting there by her mother uh, and in a few minutes the doctor calls over the intercom and asks that family to come back uh, uh, they get up and start walking through there uh, uh, the little girl holding her mother's hand uh, uh, you can tell she's frail uh, uh, you can tell she's fragile uh, uh, you can tell she's weak uh, but they go back there and it ain't just a few minutes uh, uh, they go back there and they come out uh, and when they come out the mother is a sobbing uh, uh, when they come out the mother can be heard uh, all over the waiting room it's that kind of sobbing that you can feel uh, uh, not only see but you can feel uh, and that little girl's that little that little girl's mama's a sobbing uh, and that little old frail weak blonde headed girl uh, uh, she walks out and got her mama by the hand uh, and she's trying to console her mama and she says mama it'll be alright uh, I remember Jesus saved me two weeks ago uh, uh, it'll be alright uh, I've got a better place to go uh, oh I'm glad there's a place uh, where no kid will have cancer uh, I'm glad there's a place where no, there'll be no stillborn babies born uh, I'm glad thank God there's a place where there'll be no sorrow and no death and all these things uh, uh, the Bible said will be passed away uh, 
I'll be glad to get to a place uh, where there's no sin uh, in that city above the sun. Oh, over there in Jerusalem under the sun, there's all kinds of sin. Uh, uh, there's murder. There's stealing. Uh, uh, did you know one of the largest homosexual, gay, uh, uh, lesbian parades in the world uh, is held in Israel? Uh, uh, that gives some light. Why? That in Revelations 11, the Bible calls Israel Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. Uh, I want you to know, listen, uh, uh, there's sin everywhere. Uh, but I look forward uh, uh, to going to a place where there is no sin. Brother Bill, the Bible said in verse 10 of chapter uh, 21, the Bible said, And there shall in no wise enter in anything uh, that defileth. Amen. Uh, I'll tell you, we got these old Adamic natures. Uh, uh, we still sin every day. Uh, uh, we still fail God every day. Uh, uh, you say, preacher, I don't believe you sin every day. Uh, get your Bible and get you a concordance uh, and write down everything that God says sin. Uh, and when you get done with it, uh, if you can, if you can uh, say that you're free from any sin every day, uh, uh, you come past of the church. I'll sit down and listen to you. Amen. Man, I, I, but I want you to know there's no man that sinneth not, the Bible said. Uh, uh, no, sir, the Apostle Paul said, In my flesh uh, uh, dwelleth no good thing. Uh, uh, the Apostle Paul said, What I what I would do, I don't. Uh, and what I don't want to do, I do. Uh, uh, that's an oldemic nature. Amen. I hate it. Uh, I hate it. Even though we sin every day, every child of God ought to hate sin. It ought to break your heart when you sin. It ought to break your heart when you fail God. Amen. Sin cannot change your salvation, but it can change your fellowship and your relationship with God. Amen. You can get cold and backslidden and out of fellowship with God. And I'll tell you, you have to get that sin out of the way. Uh, uh, amen. Jesus said, confess your sins. Uh, uh, the Bible said, and he's faithful and just uh, uh, to forgive us of all sin. Amen. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm glad to go to a place uh, uh, where there won't be any sin. Uh, oh, I'll be glad to get a body uh, uh, that won't have any sin in it. Amen. Uh, I'll always talk right. <laughs> I'll always walk right. Uh, I'll always do right. Uh, I'll always be right. Uh, I thank God. Uh, I'm glad there's a city above uh, uh, the sun uh, uh, where there won't be any sin there. Amen. I say thank God I'm glad there won't be no devil there no Satan there because the Bible said in Revelation 20 and verse 10 it said Satan was cast into a lake of fire oh I like that I like to read that amen I don't know about you but I like my devil well done and barbecued amen I'm glad he's burnt me up so many times. Uh, he's put me through fiery trials. Uh, I'll be glad when he gets what's coming to him. Amen. Uh, uh, but there ain't going to be no devil there. Uh, do you know that we read about that in Revelation 20 and verse 10? Uh, it said the devil and the false prophet was cast into uh, a lake of fire. Uh, uh, well, that's the last of the devil. 
We don't read about him in chapter 21 uh, and we don't read about him no more in chapter 22. Uh, uh, you know why? Because that city above the sun, uh, uh, there ain't going to be no devil there, thank God. Uh, uh, wouldn't you like to live in a place where there wasn't any devil? Uh, Amen. You got all this sin, all the murders, all the rapes, uh, uh, all the abortions, uh, all that goes on every day because there's a devil down here with a great army. Uh, but I'm glad that, thank God, uh, uh, in that city up above the sun, uh, uh, there will not be no devil there. Uh, and I say praise God. Amen. Uh, there'll be no separation there. I used to preach and say, Matter of fact, I preached in the old building one Sunday morning and my sister lives in Alaska. I think that was probably the last time she ever came here. And while she was here, uh, I think one or two of the kids got saved. One of them down at my mom's in the bedroom, the back bedroom got saved while they was here. And it come time for them to leave. Took them down to the airport there in Nashville. And I watched my sister, whom I haven't seen face to face now for, I guess, 20 years. But I watched them as they walked down uh, the plank and up the little runway thing to get on the plane. Uh, and they're waving and I'm waving. They're turning back and they're waving at me and I'm waving at them. Uh, I, I watched them uh, as they went down the plane. I could see them uh, as they went by the windows as they leading them to their seats. Uh, and they're still waving at me. Uh, and I was waving at them. Uh, and I sat there until that uh, big old plane went down the runway and started off. Uh, I just preached that Sunday morning on the hardest three words to say or uh, uh, I have sinned. Uh, but I stood there in that Nashville airport uh, with tears streaming off both sides of my face. Uh, I waved at my sister and them as they left out. Uh, and I said, Lord, uh, I said, I think goodbye. It's about the hardest words there is to say. Uh, uh, but I'm glad that those that are saved and born again and know the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, I'm glad that it's never goodbye forever. Amen. Uh, I'm glad that heaven will be the place where there will be no more separation. Amen. Uh, uh, families, uh, I tell you, my little boys, this little, they come down into my study one day back years ago. They were just small boys. I, I got them down in the floor and played with them. I, and we played there for a little while. And the mother came to the step and said, boys, I, it's bedtime. I, and I said, boys, you got to go up to bed. I, and I said, come here, though. I, and I got Scotty on this side and Corey on this side. I, and I said, boys, I, I said, if God had let me pick any two boys in the whole world, I, I said, you know who I'd have picked? I, and they said, who, Daddy? I said, I'd picked you boys. Amen. I, and they went on their way on up the stairs. I, and as they went up the stairs, I began to think, I, I, Lord, it just don't seem right. I, I, you, give, you, you give us family, we love them. I, you give us children, we'd die for them. I, and I said, Lord, we live a little while. I, and then they're gone or we're gone. I, 
and I walked over and sat down at my desk and there's an old sword of the Lord paper laying there and I looked down and the verse jumped out at me from 1 Samuel 14 and 14 and he said our life is like water spilt upon the ground that cannot be gathered up again but God, but God has devised means whereby his backwards be not expelled I'm glad, glory to God I'm glad that God made away for those that are saved they'll never have to say goodbye again I want to go to a place like that where there'll be no separation John said there'll be no more sea there Vance Havner the old southern Baptist preacher Vance Havner said what that means he said said, there'll be no sea there he says the sea separates continents and people and he said what that means is there'll be no separation there. Well, I don't know if that's what it means or not, but I do know this. There won't be any separation there. Amen. Penny, when your mother died, she went to be with the Lord. And you know, when you die, you're going to be with the Lord. And the Bible said we will shall evermore be with the Lord. What's that mean? We ain't going to be separated no more. Amen. There ain't going to be no separation. I say thank God. Amen. Well, I want you to look. Do you know who is going to be there? The Bible said that. Who's going to be there? Did you know sometimes... You want to go to a place just because of who's going to be there. I've traveled hundreds of miles because some great preacher that I thought was a great preacher was going to be there and I wanted to hear him. Amen. I've traveled hundreds of miles to places only because I knew who was going to be there. And I'll tell you in that city above the sun, I'm telling you there'll be a sovereign God there. Amen. The Bible says, and God Himself shall be with them. Amen. Uh, uh, He said He's going to be our Father there. Amen. Uh, I'm glad to thank God there's going to be a sovereign God. Uh, And all these questions you've asked me, I didn't know the answer to. He'll he'll know. Ask Him. Amen. Uh, All these things you want to know how it about. Uh, ask him. He's the one that brought it about. Amen. Uh, I'm telling you there's going to be a sovereign God there. Uh, he's a creating God. Uh, he's a good God. He's a loving God. He's a holy, righteous, and just God. Uh, he's a God of wrath and mercy, but he's going to be there uh, in that city. Thank God. Uh, I'm glad there's going to be a sovereign God there. Uh, I'm glad my Savior Jesus will be there. The Bible said in Revelations 21, 23, and the Lamb, there he is, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Gilbert Revelations 5, and John's a weeping because nobody can open the book. And the Bible said the Lamb prevails to open the book. That means he's there. They crucified him on an old rugged cross suspended there between heaven and earth to pay for your sin and my sin. He took his limp body down and laid it in a barred tomb three days. And on that third day up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph over his foes. 
For 40 days, he walked with his disciples and tried to encourage their discouraged hearts. And he walked out of he walked out to a mountain there and they walked with him. And he walked out there and they stood there and there was two men in white apparel that stood by him. And the Bible said while they watched him, he was taken up out of their sight into heaven. And the Bible said he went to heaven and right now he's seated at the right hand of God the Father. He's there. We got a song we sang, Oh, I want to see him. I preached about somebody 40, 41 years I ain't never even seen. I've talked with somebody. I've talked with somebody off and on ever since I was 10 years old. I never have met. I never have seen. Never have seen. I've sung about somebody for the last 40 years. I didn't even know and I've loved somebody I've never even met. The Bible said. Even though you've not seen him, you've loved him over in Peter. I used to read that and I think, Lord, how can you love somebody you ain't even seen? And then I watched a, a little pregnant mother fixing to have a baby. Sit there and rocked that baby and sang to it, ain't never seen it. Sit there and feel the moving of that little old baby, ain't never seen it. And before that baby's ever born, there's a natural love that a lot of mothers are missing in this old world today. Well, I ain't never seen him, but I felt him a-moving. I ain't never seen him, but I've sung to him. <laughs> I ain't never seen him, but I've talked to him. But one of these days, I'm going to get to look at him in the face and his fanny cross be said, I'll tell the story saved by grace. Amen. I, I, every Christian that's born again where they need to be with God, that's what they're looking for. That's what they're longing for. That's what they want. Uh, uh, you say, preacher, how are we going to all do it? We're going to be there only for eternity. We'll get it done. Amen. The Spirit of God will fill that place. And you know what? All the saints that have ever died in the Lord will be there. Caleb, your daddy, will be there. Miss Linda, brother Chuck, he'll be there. Penny, your mom, she'll be there. Everybody that's ever been saved, born again. Oh, what a great reunion day. <laughs> After we see Jesus, we're going to get to see our loved ones. You say, preacher, do you think we'll know who they are? Old Dr. Lakin said, I, I don't expect to have any less down here, up there, than I got down here, and I know who they are now. Amen. I, I'm telling you what, I don't know how to be. Nobody does. The Bible said it does not yet appear what we will be. But it'll be good. It'll be good. Joy, her mama be there. Sheila, her mama be there. I remember we sat with her there for a week out at the hospital. We sat there by the bed. And I don't remember exactly how it was. I, there might have been one of y'all in there with me, but I remember I was sitting in a chair 
And Mama began to mumble. And I went over and listened, knelt down to her, and she's a praying. And I got down right over because I wanted to hear what she's a saying. And she opened her eyes. I said, What are you doing, Mama? She said, I'm a praying. And she said, I'm going to heaven. She said, You're gonna said, You're gonna go, Ricky. I said, Mama, I'll be there. We've been waiting on some of the other family to get there. And you know how it is. We think sometimes because they're not there that they're lingering, waiting for that. I don't know if that's true or if it's not true. But I went over there and I said, Mama, if you're wanting to go, I said, Mama, go on. I said, I'll run back down the road and I'll get the rest of them and hurry them up and I'll bring them on. You go on, Mama. Our loved ones will be there. The saints of God are going to be there. Amen. I'm glad, thank God, for that city that is above the sun. I'm glad there's one down here. God chose it. We're to pray for it. God protects it. But I'm glad there's one above the sun that don't need no prayer. They don't need no protection. And God chose it too. Amen. Amen. Well, the text verse said, Do you know the way there? Do you know the way there? I don't know. It just, just makes sense to me. If you didn't know the way there, I've been so lost. Y'all have heard me tell about uh, thankful for a GPS because I've been lost more than any saved preacher you've ever seen. I'm the worst at directions. I can't find out how to get back to it. I can't find out where I'm going. We, we've been so many times somewhere we get lost and and Max Helen be trying to tell me the way and I'm trying to tell her the way and you're already, at that point, you're already on edge, amen. I remember one time we took Lisha, I think it was, you remember that Lisha? We took Lisha and Kevin and our kids and we went off somewhere, I don't know where it was, about the time they come out with them video cameras and me and Max Helen, we'd got lost and I'd went up a mountain the wrong way, one way and I'm going the wrong way. I kept telling Max Helen, I said, turn around and see what that sign says. She said, wait a minute, ain't there something wrong with this picture? Ain't we supposed to be able to read the signs? It didn't matter where we got lost at, she'd always say, I know where we're at. I remember that McDonald's. Because there's only a million of them across the United States, amen. Every town's got one or two. But anyway, we was arguing about which way to go and who knew the way. And all at once we looked back there and Lisha and them had that video camera. They'd been videoing us the whole time, amen. Not very good on directions. You know, they say a sheep is the dumbest animal that ever lived. Don't say amen, that's a lie. I read a book by a man... And it's better than the one by Keller on Psalms 23. But this man's from England. He raised sheep. And he said, he said preachers always say that sheep are the dumbest animal that there is. He said that's absolutely not true. He said sheep are very intelligent. 
They're very smart. They can do a lot of things. But he said the one thing a sheep is dumb about and he cannot do, he cannot find his way home. And he said if you take him on the other side of the barn, he'll never find his way back. See, men's not dumb. They make cell phones and computers and build buildings and airplanes. Men's not dumb. But they don't know how to get home. They get lost and they can't get back home. And I'm glad that the Bible said in Luke 15, Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost to show us the way home. Amen. Don't you think it'd be wise if you didn't know the way there and you were going to go there, don't you think it'd be wise to ask somebody that had been there? Don't you think that'd be wise? Mark, if you pull that 18-wheeler over to the side and you ask two guys there, do you know how to get to so-and-so place? And one of them says, I've been there. And the other one said, I ain't never been there. Which one are you going to ask? I'm going to ask that one that's been there. Amen. Don't you think it'd be wise if you wanted to go to a city? Not only to ask the one that's been there, but don't you think it'd be wise to ask the one that built it? Don't you think he'd know where to go? Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going away to prepare a place for you. If I go away, I'll come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also. Thomas said, Lord, we don't know where you're going. We don't know the way. We don't know how to get there. Jesus said, Thomas, I am the way. The truth and the life. And no man comes unto the Father but by me. Don't you think he could get you there? You see, the text says, the labor of the foolish foolish. That's somebody trying to tell you how to go somewhere they've never been. The labor of the foolish worth every one of them. I have a book I left laying on the table this morning because I really wasn't planning on preaching this this morning. But the Lord spoke to my heart when Emma sung that last song. And I had to go the way he. I felt like the Lord wanted me to go. But I, I got a book at laying on my table there at the house. And on the front of it, it says, The Way of Salvation, the Latter-day Saints Church, the Mormons. That book has, I think, about 37, 38, 39 pages in it. I started reading through it the other day. I got about 10, 11 pages over and I just quit. You say, why would you quit? It wearied me. They were telling me you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to have this, you got to know this, you got to know that. You got to keep the word of wisdom. No coffee, no tea, no smoking, about 500 other things they've added on there. And it wearied me. But you know, when you ask the Lord, Lord, how do you get to heaven? His answer didn't weary me. 
when the jailer came running and said, Paul, what must I do to be saved? The answer wasn't wearisome. He said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Thou shalt be saved. When he said, Paul, what do we have to do to be saved? And Paul said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Thou shalt be saved. You see, somebody knows the way to the city. Their answer won't wear you. They won't tell you you've got to do 900 things. They won't tell you you've got to be baptized in a certain church by a certain person in a certain way at a certain time. All that wearies you. They won't tell you you have to endure to the end and live perfect every day because that wearies you. The foolish. The labor of the foolish weareth every one of them because he knoweth not how to go to the city. <laughs> but ain't it always good to ask somebody that knows? <laughs> Jesus said, repent of your sins and believe on me. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and thou shalt be saved. You say, but, 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 but they ain't been there. They didn't build it. They're not there right now. Jesus. His answer, don't worry, you really, it blesses you. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Paul said, if righteousness come by the law, Galatians 2 and 20, Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ, yet I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me in this life that I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God that loved me and gave Himself for me. Verse 21, Paul said, I do not frustrate the grace of God. If righteousness come by the law, then Christ died in vain. So what's that mean, preacher? Can't you get it? He said, if you could have saved yourself, God would have let you save yourself and He would have saved His Son. But you couldn't do it. And He did do it. He did do it. There's an old song, Caleb probably knows it, man that probably sung it. I'm following the one that knows the way. Amen. I'm following the one that knows the way. And when you'll listen to him and you'll ask him and quit listening to everybody else that ain't never been there, that ain't never built it, he'll show you how to get there. Father, thank you this morning for speaking to my heart.